Today, we're going to talk about a quote from Michelle Moore. Not following up with your prospects is the same as filling up your bathtub without first putting in the stopper in the drain. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Hi, I'm Kelly Johnston, founder of The Forex Formula. And the big question is this. How are real estate agents like us able to create a constant stream of commissions and a constant stream of leads while enjoying life without wasting big budgets on branding, without working crazy hours, without worrying where the next deal's coming from in today's real estate market? This podcast is here to reveal the answers. Not following up with your prospects is the same as filling up your bathtub without first putting in the stopper or the drain. From Michelle Moore. <laughs> oh man, this is so true. This is so true. This is where a lot of real estate agents fail. Correct that. This is actually where all real estate agents out there fail at some point in their career, in some way. Don't be that guy or girl. Most do not do this well. I was included in that category for a large part of my career. Five years into my real estate business, I brought on a newly licensed agent and her first duty was to go through all of my banker boxes and enter people into a database program. I think I gave her 13 boxes full of files. It took her three months. I paid her a salary and I gave her some business through buyer referrals, etc., and got her going. And it worked out pretty well for her to get her started. It cost me a lot of money but it was totally worth it. I caught it just in time. Imagine if I waited longer to get this done. The question that keeps plaguing my mind right now is how much business did I not do because of my lack of follow-up? I'll never know the answer to that. Tragically, I will never know that answer. There were some people that I actually avoided calling or sending letters to because I felt like an idiot contacting them now after four years from the time they moved into their home that I sold them. They probably had no idea who I was anyway. <laughs> I, if they did remember who I was, the biggest thing that they would remember is how I never spoke to them again from the moment I received my commission check. Was it because I didn't care? No, not really. I, I was just so caught up in my own busyness that I, and I was in survival mode. So I was just constantly just in frantic mode. And I just never took time to actually work on my business. I was so busy working in my business. But that's the past and it's in the past. I've learned from it. Follow-up has to be intentional and it has to be done. It humanizes the business. It keeps us in their minds. It reminds them that we're still active and working when we jump back into their lives for a second. There's always a chance that there's more business that will come out of it. This is the cheapest advertising that you can ever do. Firstly, I would take the word prospects and add to that friends, referral sources, strategic alliances, past clients, back burner leads, uh, and prospects that have newly come into your circle. Everyone, every source, every person that you have touched in some way. Now, having said that, there are systematic ways to do this. It's not as daunting of a task as it seems, it can be systematized and it should. Now, if you're gonna to have to have paid staff anyway for any reason, this is actually the chief reason that you would be paying people to get involved in your business. This will keep them busy and it will pay you large dividends. This can be a total minimum wage activity and a part-time job for someone as well. It might even be something that your kids can do when they get a little bit older. More on this in our next level of the course, but for now, just understand the benefits of the activities that include this follow-up, touching base with people, communicating with them, visiting them once in a while, pop-bys, random texts and emails, 
letters once in a while, birthday cards, Christmas letters, lunches and dinners and coffees and little visitation opportunities like that. Those are all highly, highly, highly valuable activities. There's never nothing to do in real estate. There's never nothing to do. Just because you're not signing up a listing and processing a listing or um, showing people houses doesn't mean you don't have something to do today. There's something to do every day. Make that a daily, for sure weekly activity to keep in touch with the past people you've been dealing with. And you know what? Some of these people may not have even done business with you yet. Maybe you've met them, you've had conversations with them, and they're not hot. They're not ready to do something right now. It doesn't hurt to keep in touch. See how their family's doing. Check in on them. Ask them about their interests. All the things that you learned from you when you met them. Think about them from their angle and figure out how to keep in touch with these people. This has to be part of your workday every single day. Now, I encourage you to schedule it, plan it, make it happen. I hope this uh, was helpful for you today and I wish you all the best, truly. Take care and go out there and kick some butt. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that last episode. Here's the reality that you may or may not know. The top 20% of real estate agents take home 80% of the money out there, while the bottom 80% are fighting over 20% of the scraps that are left. Do you have a desire to be in the top 20%? If you're working hard and not sustainably making six figures of income and beyond, the problem is not you, it's your system. I struggled for years until one day the light bulb came on and I figured out how to simplify the real estate business. If you want to learn my secrets that anyone can implement immediately, that I still use every day, that pays me multiple six figures every year, go to 4xformula.com right now. That's 4xformula.com. The number 4xformula.com. 